Operation Confidence proudly presents America's Invisible Heroes radio talk show. Tune in weekly on Sundays, 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific Time with your host, Consuela Mackey, U.S. Army veteran and co-host, Matt Davison, announcer Taylor Marcella and Brooke Gadesi, U.S. Army veteran and entertainment segment host, Charles Whitehead, veterans and legal segment host, attorney, Danielle Sherrod, U.S. Army veterans and lifeline for women veterans, segment host, Martha Elena Varela, veterans and recovery host, Anthony Akinpora, and U.S. Air Force veteran and incarceration to success segment host, Kevin Lewandowski. For more information or to be a guest on our show, email info at operationconfidence.org. Okay, well, welcome everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Americans Invisible Heroes, a show dedicated to our veterans and their families. Yes, I'm your host, Consuela Mackey, Executive Director of Operation Confidence, a grassroots nonprofit organization that advocates for our veterans and their families. No, I'm not a veteran, but my heart goes out to our American heroes, especially those veterans who are disabled and need or are experiencing homelessness. Uh, so I would like to take this opportunity to invite, to introduce ironically to our wonderful, wonderful co-hosts. We have today U.S. Army Reserve Veteran Charles Moore Whitehead. Why would I call you Moorehead? I got you back. Okay, mm -hmm. Brooke Kadaski, she's a board member and announcer. Taylor Marcellus, she's a board member and also an announcer. U.S. Army Veteran and Advisory Board Member Martha Varela, and she has a weekly segment called Lifeline for Women Veterans. Then we have Lauren Hammond. She also has a weekly segment called Creative Charities Auction, and that's a sponsor for Operation Confidence. And we have Denise, Mar Denise Marie Peskoski. I hope I'm saying that right, Denise. She has a, also a weekly segment entitled After We Come Home. And then today we also have, who has a monthly segment, U.S. Army Air Force veteran Richard Cook. And he has a segment called Once I Was Home. And also our monthly segment host is Almer Jacobs, representing, well, actually he's the president of Paralyzed Veterans of America. California chapter. And I do believe listening in on us was our dear heart and Montague, and she represents, she had comes on monthly and she has a segment called The Rosie's Movement. Welcome to you all. Welcome. So, hello, say hi, everybody. Say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hi. hi Just say hi. Just say hi. Okay. So we're getting ready to turn it over to Martha. Take it away, girlfriend. Okay, hello everyone. Um, today I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about, um, and you know, again, I'm preaching to the choir for many of us that are here. We're all here for this exact same reason, but just to really highlight and focus on the need to continue to support our women veterans. And so I wanted to share a little bit of information that I got um, from a recent survey that was done um, at Irvine Valley College. 
And this was a collaborative effort um, by the advisory council members at US Vets and the students that are members of the veteran um, centers inside of California's community colleges. And in April of 2020, this small um, research project took off to survey 200 women that were um, students in the California community colleges to just really get an, an idea of what some of their challenges were. And the results um, were not good. And so I wanted to share those results with you kind of just to give you guys information about this research project, again, to highlight the continued need that we have as a veteran community to support and uplift our women veterans. So when the research um, kind of got piled, compiled down, um, again, it was um, done in April of last year. So it was fairly recent research, um, but it was very saddening to me to see that the top three issues that women veterans still today are facing are the need for um, you know, support for their health and well-being. And so basically um, number one and two were food insecurity and health or their homeless um, insecurity. So again, we hear this common theme of homelessness um, being all too common in, in the world of, of veterans and now in particular women veterans. So really trying to understand what some of those issues are that are forcing many of our female veterans into homelessness and this food insecurity. When we live in such a big, big community, big um, state that has a lot of these resources available. So it was really saddening to see that 45% of women veterans that were surveyed were reporting some sort of food insecurity so whether that's just not having enough food to get to the end of the month, skipping meals during the day um, because you just don't have the extra, um, you know, really sad to hear. And 56% had reported that were um, surveyed having some sort of housing insecurity. So um, not having a roof of their own, having to, to couch surf um, from place to place and just not really having a stable home to call their own. Um, also with that was the need for more mental health services. So many of these women that were surveyed had experienced some sort of MST. Many others had um, reported some sort of a two thirds had reported an actual mental health diagnosis. So having some sort of depression, um, some sort of anxiety, again, many had experienced the MST um, and really looking at how that impacts then um, the suicide rates that for women are twice as high as their male counterparts. So not to sadden you with that um, research, right? Because it's not what we were hoping to hear, but equally um, as exciting is the conclusions and recommendations that these women helped come up with. And I think that that, if anything, is the imp most important part of this research project is that women spoke out um, to talk about what they would need um, to help be, you know, help transition successfully. And although these particular women that were surveyed are recently transferring out of active duty, I would argue that some of these same um, issues or needs that they identified are still prevalent in women that have been out of the military for periods of time. So, 
they had um, kind of like we heard our female veteran Denise talk a little bit about the need for a, a longer class or some sort of a program to help them transition that would connect with resources, the housing resources, uh, food, community resources, and where to access uh, mental health resources. Many of the women were not even aware that the VA offers free MST counseling and therapy and services. Many didn't even know that that existed. So we're not taking advantage of this wonderful free resource right into the, in the VA that the VA offers. Um, women had also talked about the need for a collaboration with community-based organizations. And Connie, this is what you and I had talked about recently, how we could utilize our platform and our, our nonprofit organization that you have have right. in existence right. to that come up. The lace. Yes, and yeah. come up with activities and, and mm -hmm. a space for these women to connect to right into the community. And this was something that they said would be helpful um, right. so that connect to now some of these other um, mental health services or resources that they desperately need. So, right. and I think it was 84% had said that they would, if they had the opportunity to connect to, um, you know, community-based therapy, um, mm -hmm. healing strategies, healing programs in the community, things like med meditation, acupuncture, yoga, and massage. There's right. a, a new initiative um, that offers free chiropractic care in the state of California and in other states across the country. A lot of these resources are not just limited to, to the state of California, but again, veterans, female and male alike, do not know that these programs exist. So free chiropractor for service-connected vets, um, no charge, free meditation services. We were struggling at the NVF to get women to join on. I, I took full advantage and I'm and wanting to share this so that we can try again. And, and I talked to Denise on Saturday. Connie and I have been talking about how we can use this nonprofit and platform to help connect veterans to the services that they say they need and are asking for. So 81% um, said that they would, would participate if they knew where to find these resources. That's wonderful. Uh, you know, two thirds saying that they need them. So mm -hmm. things like that, you know, and how we can connect to financial resources, that may be something we look to, um, you know, building in with some of the fundraising efforts, maybe an emergency pot of money that we could set aside for female vets who need emergency services, emergency help, because we have to be able to provide them with the resources that they need immediately and then connect them back to other community resources to help support them and provide that web of support that our women vets um, need. I would, love so to this, I would love to share this research project with any of you on the call that are interested. I think it's um, something that blew me away when I saw this report for myself come out. And again, 2020, just a year ago. And you know, I can say that this is what honestly drives me um, and motivates me to keep this work going forward. I had detached um, from my veteran community for so many years that I can uh, say the same thing. I had no idea about these wonderful resources, never. And, and 20 years later, in, you know, while, while I'm transitioning here, um, experienced this wealth of resources for veterans, not just females, but 
as a female, um, I was able to, to experience this firsthand myself and continue to, to stumble upon more and more resources that are available. Just mm -hmm. this Friday, as, a, as a, a, an example, I joined USAA. Not ever, I mean, I've kind of heard about them, but never really. USAA. Right. Who is that? To oh. check it out, you know, I'm saving 50 bucks a month in my insurance for okay. my visa. Yeah, and that's got, that insurance company, right. And got, and got pretty much free rental insurance bundled in that. I mean, wow. for me, amazing. But that's just not, you know, that's just kind of a perk. Not, you know, and again, some of the other stuff that I'm talking about is is the more serious of the resources, you know, the, the mental health resources, the housing resources. And so that's why you guys can see, you know, how passionate I am about sharing this information, right? You need right. rent the housing is key.com for, for California residents, but just really trying to shine the light on, you know, some recent research that was done that highlights um, why we're all here on this call and we're all in the fight to support our veterans, both male and female, but wanted to share that. I'd, I'd be willing to email that out in its entirety. It's um, about 24 pages, which isn't um, too long, but it's very well put together. Um, lots Have of some the info at operationconfidence.org to, to get in touch with you. And you know what, uh, also, uh, Martha, there's not only the women veterans, and, and but what about the, the kids? You know, that's another thing. A lot of the women veterans are homeless with children. Yeah. That's and a whole nother, another. And these are free resources, right? So when mm -hmm. we look at um, kind of adding these into our website, you know, putting the links on like that we talked about so that you know, women way over on the East Coast, like Denise, who's kind of in her transition going from, right. from the East Coast back to the West Coast, could also tap into some of these wonderful programs that can help provide at a basic, you know, food help. Um, right. We call the VFWs, we call the American Legions, we speak mm -hmm. to the commanders, you know, and how can we rope in the Rosies? And, and, and Denise talked a little bit about this advocacy to really just hammer these messages out to continue to ask more people and include more people in this push to help veterans because we need it. You're absolutely right. That is so wonderful. And to have you girlfriend on, on, on the team is just amazing. Thank you. I know, I don't know what that means, but that <laughs> you it. <laughs> That's a kindyism. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could across the hey, hey you know that's that's the a good thing you got home, you know? um you know to, just to add to that i just recently found out that if you're a veteran and you go to register your car at the dmv um like if you want to get the uh disabled plates and all bring your dd214 and uh and they don't um it's they don't it, charge it's five, you it's five dollars and also whether you're disabled or not right. you can get veteran on your license plate right. so you can your license your driver's license so you can kind of use that you oh, know yeah. out and about to let people know that you're a veteran so it's five dollars if you're veteran or not yeah so if you're if you're a veteran you take your dd214 down to the dmv and yeah, on your license they put right. that you're a veteran on right. there right so, right you said you're a veteran and not yeah that kind of you know it's like you oh know. sorry yes yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I didn't yeah. understand yeah, that that's and a not flag, you know that's a markerism. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> happy copy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Now we you got the isms. He got a Connie ism on me. Now you a Martha ism. Okay. Oh, Charles isms coming. Coming. That's all right. You know. So, get I'm ready, Charles. Isms. We gonna get you, buddy. You didn't get That's away all with right. nothing. I'm okay with it. Okay. You know, Martha, you mentioned the USAA, and I'm a huge fan. And the beautiful thing about USAA is it gets passed down to generations. So, like, I got it from my stepfather. I have it. My kids have it. Um, it's the most amazing. I, I can't even believe it. And, and I had a very serious car accident, and they took such good care of me. So really? everyone who's a veteran should get it now. Like, don't wait. I called Geico. They're like, we're not even talking to you. You have USAA. There's nothing cheaper in the world. So I'm it's just true. a huge fan. Wow. I experienced that even on the first call, and I couldn't believe it. And it was like, you know, thank you for your service. You know, we're mm -hmm. here to serve you. And I was, I was almost kind of like, is this really, you know? And yeah. so I agree. I experienced yeah. that. I'm going to check into it now. Yeah, do it, do it. That's, that's some great information. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, Martha, that would be great if I can get that information up. We can share with our members yep, yep, yep. in the uh, California chapter, our women Absolutely. veterans, you know? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, like I said, it was very well written. It's not too entirely long. There's a lot of um, figures and the recommendations are great. So you could okay. use it to share with the rest of your group and you know, develop different programming or if you guys got ideas about how you can help you know, meet some of these recommendations. It's really well written. So I'd love to share it with you. Oh, that's so Thank cool. You. Yeah, for sure. Well, we had Denise coming on. Um, uh, Robert was going to introduce her, but she's under the weather. So she's had to sign off. She was a trooper, though. She was going to try to still come on today, but she just recently signed off. So Robert, you're going to have to, I mean, Richard, you're going to have to take it away and... Uh, represent her okay uh pretty much what we now covered with with everything in that res respects i'll put it this way she has been helping a lot of women veterans i know i've known her for a while she's been helping a lot of women veterans mm -hmm. but i've been doing the same thing in that respect and that's how i was able to contact her originally okay because of what i do uh, like like uh a lot of women veterans, I work and do things at the West LAVA in their respects to what they need, how they can be helped. Like I'm helping one woman who is a spouse of a veteran, so that still includes her and in regards to what she's having to go through as well, too. So I continue to communicate with her so that way we can get things rolling and what will help her in that respect. But uh, there's a lot of other areas that we can still do in helping women. I've been doing that even myself during my time in the Army because I was the EEO sergeant uh, for, for, for anything that has to do with uh, women veterans. They asked me to represent that part, so I've been doing it ever since then in that respect for helping women and women veterans. Mm -hmm. So, is there maybe maybe there's any questions? I'll I'll answer accordingly at that point. <laughs> I have a question, just so people who don't know, tell us what EEO officer. EEO sergeant is equal opportunity sergeant in that respect, because there's a lot of times women would have a type of situation that they felt might have been poorly done to them, and 
So I had to look into it, and there's a timeline to do the investigation in regards to whether this was appropriate or not appropriate. If it was found not appropriate, then they would get in trouble. But then at that same point, uh, we would have to look at other avenues to make things more appropriate all the way through. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, I'd like everyone, our uh, viewers, to know that Richard is, although he's had, say, three strokes, visually impaired, and weak on your left side, I believe, he's an amazing role model. He's literally out. He has, he's a phenomenal artist, photographer. He's, he's uh, a fisherman. Uh, he does marathons. What else, Richard? Archery. Uh, you name it. I mean, he's not letting that Surf, his disability surfing. surfing. Yeah, he's not letting his disability stop him. So I find that he's just an amazing individual, and keep up the good work. And you're going to come back with some videos and some pictures so we can see exactly what you're doing. Can you hear us? Yeah, like you like yesterday, as you. Yeah, like yesterday I did a, um, oh, I'm sorry. Well, let me check to see if I'm muted. I, I can oh, hear okay. you. But, we can hear you. Okay. Anyways, like yesterday I did uh, roughly about 27,000 steps, which comes out to 12.5 miles, which is a wow. half a marathon. So that's a half a marathon. <laughs> wow. Where was that? Did you do it on your own or was it for? Uh, I, still, I still did it on my own uh, where I walked through Inglewood all the way down to uh, the um, the El Segundo, all straight down Hawthorne off to El Segundo, and then mm -hmm. end up walking all the way back, which came out to that amount of steps. And it turned out to, when I reported it, it was 12.5 miles. Oh, that's amazing. And next week, uh, uh, when you come back on, I'd love for you to show your artwork, that those okay. gorgeous, okay. gorgeous flowers and yeah I'll, just, I'll, I'll send them but photography. i'll send them but let me know how i can have them shown i'll send them to you yeah you yeah we'll, we'll have charles or brooks okay. put them on the screen thank you so much thank you okay uh so we're moving right along here taylor you want to introduce our next segment host you're muted. Yes. There you go. Yes, I am there. <laughs> you got it, Connie. Lauren Hammond segment is entitled Creative Charity Auction, Fundraiser for Operation Confidence, Housing Pro Project for Veterans. Creative Charity Auctions was founded by Lauren, who brings over 20 years of successful auction management experience. As a former co-owner of Sportings and more, Lauren fell in love with the gratifying experience of helping of helping nonprofit re reach and exceed fundraising goals by providing an excellent mix of auction items. Lauren and her team maintain longstanding relationships with high profile nonprofit organizations that return year after year because of the high caliber of auction items, the exemplary and professional customer service, and most of all, the proven boost to fundraising dollars. Operation Confidence has had creative charity auction at several um, of our events and can say that the public can rely on Lauren and her experienced team. They go out of their way to help make your fundraising event a success. Take it away, Lauren. Let me 
Thank you, Taylor. Um, yes, I have been in the nonprofit world for many years, and um, it's such a gratifying way to um, to work. And uh, here are some of the different items that we put into our fundraising events, and and we we bring in items from sports, music, entertainment, collectibles, art, jewelry, handbags, and uh, lots of travel. And uh, we put them, we set them up, we come, we do golf tournaments, galas, casino nights. Um, we help with um, wine tastings and anything else. And these are the, the kinds of things we put in. And uh, our whole goal is to raise as much as possible for the nonprofit world. And we have so enjoyed working with Operation Confidence and in raising money and we'll continue to do that. And another way we can raise money, we also have a store. So if someone were to go into the store and pick an item and call us in and mention Operation Confidence, the money would go to them. And so that's that's our whole goal is to raise as much as we can for the nonprofit world. And this is just a small little example of what we have. We literally have hundreds of items in our inventory. So if anybody's ever looking for something and they'd like to donate to Operation Confidence, they can call us if they don't see something they would like, let us know what they're looking for and we will either find it for them or maybe create something for them. So we can do it uh, to do it either way. And it's true that there's so many veterans that are so much in need and we just are so grateful that we can help. So um, please call, it's Creative Charity Auctions and our website is creativecharityauctions.com and uh, we can be contacted anytime through um, the website our office number is 818-840-1200, and we are there to help. Thank you so and repeat much. Your, repeat your phone number again and your website. It's uh, The website is creative charity auctions with an S.com, and our phone number is 818-425-2244. That's my cell, but the best place to reach us is the office number 818 818- Eight four zero one two zero zero eight one eight eight four zero one two zero zero. Thank you Great. so much. I have Thank a question you. for you before you um uh, get up. Like, yes. when someone buys some art, say it's uh, you know a nice piece. Um, do they get the like the history of it with it? You know, um, you know, um, or does it depend on what the art is itself? Um, on our store, we'll have descriptions of um, the author, of the um, artist or of if it's an athlete. Um, yes, we can um, certainly provide all that. Now, some of our items are limited edition and some we create. And so um, we can give them that information. Yes, and some they will see on the store. And, uh, and then if they ask us for some, we'd be happy to give it to them. Yes, great, great. we may not know it on certain things if it's from a long time ago and we were able to find something, but we give them as much information as we can. All our signed items are third party authenticated and we use the top authenticators. And so um, so what they get is um, they're just great pieces and uh, we can look for them if they if they don't see something they want or they tell us and uh, what they'd like. And I will see if I can find it for them. That's so. great. That is so cool. Well, oh, sorry. No, 
Um, and I know someone else brought this up beforehand, Lauren, but maybe there's a, an, um, a conversation that we could have about getting veterans who are artists and their artwork in to right. uh, help. Because I know that that would sort of be, like you said, a way to help veterans if there are some veterans that we know that are artists. And then also kind of a way to help them get their artwork out there. Right. Well, I'm talking um, to Richard right now, and um, right. we'll be we'll be putting some of his pieces up. Yes. Okay. So maybe if there's